1: Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up and joining us here on this Friday. I guess, Aaron, now is as good a time as ever to make this big announcement. But this is going to be our last morning show.
3: Yeah, you had to go there, didn't you? For
1: 2023. (laughs) Did we get you?
3: Uh, You know, it's it's that joke (laughs) that everyone likes to play every year. And I'll do it later today. I'll be like, see you next year. Yeah.
1: And you can literally say that. So, for, I mean, we have our weekend shows. But for the morning edition, yeah, this is it for 2023. So, how are we ushering in? A new year weather-wise.
3: Well, it's going to be a cold one. In fact, this morning we are seeing those temperatures uh, hovering uh, near zero degrees. And yes, freezing fog once again in the forecast as we start off the day. Uh, We're going to be talking about the uh, possibility for that fog uh, freezing fog to stick around through at least 10 to 11 a.m. this morning. So be prepared for that possibility for some limited visibility uh, at times to start off the day. Zero degrees currently in Merrill Field. Three degrees as you head through South Anchorage. uh, Out towards Muldoon sitting at 11 below this morning while Eagle River is coming in uh, at four below. Uh, We are continuing to see those colder conditions spilling into South Central. Yesterday we dropped uh, to five below in anchorage which was officially the coldest morning we've seen uh, since about february you can see this morning it is a cold one as well 18 below in Wasilla, uh, 22 below in talkeetna these are actual air temperatures not wind chills uh, themselves and even towards the uh, the gulf coast region we're seeing those temperatures uh, in the single digits and the teens. Visibility once again for areas nestled up against uh, Cook Inlet, Kenai Arm, Kenai River Bridge, uh, and parts of the Glen Highway. This is where we're going to see that better possibility for that freezing fog to form, which will lead that uh, lead to that visibility down to a mile or less than a quarter of a mile at times. So be prepared uh, for that possibility that you could encounter some of that freezing fog, which again will stick around through about 10 to 11 a.m. Uh, temperatures today are going to uh, struggle to break out of the lower single digits. I mean, uh, today will likely be the coldest day we've seen all season long. Uh, yesterday, we made it to about 8, 9 degrees. Today, will likely stay uh, right around 5 degrees uh, for parts of South Central. You can see into the weekend, we are expected to warm uh, back into the teens and the 20s. I'll have more details on that in that seven-day forecast for you coming up.
1: It's not a record to be proud of. The number of people who have died outside on the streets of Anchorage is now more than double the previous record it's a staggering number from 24 now up to 51 people so far this year
2: with a few days to go rebecca Palsha has the update harsh alaska winters have always been a danger to people living outside but this year there are also other factors such as a lack of shelter beds after the city closed the sullivan arena more than six months ago low-income housing shortages also play a factor so here's how we compare to other years 51 deaths this year 24 last year 19 in 2021, and 17 in 2020. The number of outdoor deaths could actually be much higher because a person could die later in a hospital or could have an address but be living outside the time of their death and not be counted as official outdoor deaths by police. Now, as of the latest statistics, within the Anchorage Emergency Shelter System, out of 574 total winter shelter beds, there are now only two beds available, and those are at the shelter on 56th Avenue. Both the Aviator and the Alex hotels are full. The most recent outdoor death in Anchorage, a 40-year-old man whose body was found on the sidewalk in the 800 block of West Fifth Avenue. The police report noted that drugs and alcohol were found nearby. Rebecca Paulsha, Alaska's News Source Investigates.
1: A former Alaska state trooper has been sentenced to eight years with four suspended for an attempted sexual abuse of a minor conviction. It stems from a situation that happened while he was still a trooper. The Department of Law says 63-year-old Vance Peranto was found guilty of attempted sexual abuse toward a 16-year-old that he had met while conducting a traffic stop. And a man from Anchorage is behind bars this morning after appearing in court in Palmer, accused of hitting a woman with his truck and leaving the scene. What's your name? Billy Sheldon. 33-year-old Billy Sheldon is accused of hitting and killing 30-year-old resident Athena Chambers while driving 45 miles per hour on Hollywood Road in Wasilla. He faces six separate charges including manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide, and tampering with physical evidence. Troopers say Sheldon told them he and Chambers had gotten into an argument while driving and he asked Chambers to get out of the car. When he returned to the area to pick her up, he was unable to break in the time and struck her.
2: The state's case appears pretty strong based on the defendant's own admissions that he was drinking, he was driving, um, he hit the victim, um, that he had gotten out of his car. He checked for a pulse, realized she was dead, and broke the scene.
1: Sheldon is being held on a $20,000 bond as well as a $15,000 cash appearance bond. The criminal charges carry a maximum sentence of up to 47 years in prison. And after four days, Alaska state troopers suspended their search for an Eagle River woman who fell in icy water Saturday trying to save her dog.
3: This is certainly not the outcome we were looking for.
1: Since Saturday, Amanda Richmond Rogers, also known as Mandy, has been missing. Various teams have been looking for her in the air, on the ground and underwater. However, the freezing conditions have hampered the search efforts as the equipment, including the sonar device, froze during the search. Furthermore, Trooper Spokesperson Austin Daniel says they suspended their active search because there are no signs of where under the ice she might be.
3: We haven't found anything that has gives us any idea of where she might be kind of underneath this ice pack at the time. Uh, so I don't think the outside weather conditions are restricting us. Uh, it's just the, uh, the thicknesses of the ice, the depths of the water um, uh, really make it a more challenging environment to search in.
1: Troopers will continue to look at any new information that can help them determine if any other search efforts can take place. Well, West Anchorage residents are wondering when Westchester Lagoon is going to open up for outdoor recreational activities. The ice is usually cleared and open to the public during this time of year. Steve Kirch gives us an update on Parks and Rec's progress.
0: Parks and Rec director Mike Branoff says right now, the issue is the ice is just not thick enough. In fact, right here is an example of how thick the ice is. People walking the Westchester Lagoon Trail are used to seeing people skating and playing on the ice during this time of the year. And it's fun just sometimes just to sit and watch people. But on this sunny day, With temperatures hovering just around zero, joggers, dog walkers, and cross-country skiers on the trail were greeted by the sight of machinery on the ice. Looking forward to it. Glad they can finally get it cleared and that the ice is thick enough. So, one good thing about really cold temperatures. Parks and Rec Director Mike Branoff says right now the ice is only 8 inches thick. It needs to be 12. He says a stretch of warm temperatures in November and heavy snowfall have put things behind schedule. The snow insulates the ice um, and prevents it from forming as quickly as it would in an ordinary year. He says right now crews are clearing roughly 24 inches of snow off the lagoon and cutting an ice fishing hole so they can create a thicker layer of ice. And we'll begin to pump water out and spray it all over the surface to be able to uh, get water to start to percolate down into the overflow and create skatable ice. And as far as rumors of funding issues preventing Westchester Lagoon from opening on time, Braniff had this to say. We've had the same funding this year that we've had in any other year. Braniff says the goal is to have everything ready to go by early January so events can take place and residents can enjoy winter fun on the ice. So my office is just a few blocks away. So yeah, when it's cleared, now that it's cold, I have to bring my ice skates to work and come over here during lunch for a little skate. Now, Braniff says he expects Westchester Lagoon to be open up for recreational activities in about 14 days, but that's all weather permitting. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source.
1: Braniff also says each Saturday in the winter, Westchester Lagoon has family skating events. He says Parks and Rec has the first one scheduled for January 6th, but it's more likely the first one will happen the following weekend on January 13th. The Haynes Highway could open back up temporarily today. It was closed Wednesday due to a rock slide activity and concerns. This is at Mile 15. On Thursday, the Department of Transportation opened it up with flaggers letting cars through. DOT says the Haines team will evaluate the Rockslide site at 6.30 this morning to determine if the road will open to flagger traffic again. DOT says Saturday will have an extended daytime closure. Still ahead, it's become a popular drug for weight loss, but the FDA is warning about fake Ozempic after finding thousands of counterfeit versions of the diabetes drug. Plus...
4: A push to put info about what's in your food on the front of the package. I'm Natalie Brand with what the FDA is researching and why.
3: Another cold day expected across South Central. That's going to stick around for the first part of the weekend. I'll have more details on that. First, sunrise 1014, sunset 348, sitting at 5 hours and 33 minutes a day.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back here on the Warning Edition, 12 minutes past the hour. Aaron, I know we've kind of been in these bitter cold temperatures, but looking for a warm-up uh, this weekend, which would be nice. Yeah,
3: we're going to see those temperatures jump about 10 to 15 degrees as we welcome in the weekend. But uh, certainly has been a chilly December uh, as a whole. Really, for the last week or so, we've tapped into some of those Uh, Colder conditions. Looking at the temperature trend uh, for the entirety of the year, you can see both January uh, as well as August and November saw above average temperatures. Average temperature for this year coming in at 37.7 degrees, which is currently uh, sitting at the 24th warmest on record. Uh, One thing to bring your attention to is our uh, uh, precip total, and this includes melted snowfall as well uh, 24.22 inches. That's what we've seen since the beginning of the year, uh, which makes it currently the third wettest year through December 28th and that's likely where we're going to end the year uh, as we could stay on the dry side for the rest of this year uh, the wettest goes to 2022 our last year at 28 uh, 0.60 inches. So, yes, still has been a wet year across the region. Uh, snow depth still sitting pretty healthily, right around uh, 25 to our 24 to 25 inches. And, uh, again, we are expected to stay on the drier side as we close out this year, but there is an uptick uh, in the potential for some snow as we walk them in uh, next week. 15 below currently in Unalakleet, 27 below in Fairbanks. We've got a wind chill of 32 in Unalaska. And then out towards southeast, those wind chills sitting in the 30s, Uh, and the 40. Still largely quiet across mainland uh, Alaska as a whole, where we're continuing to hold on to uh, not only clear skies, but bitter, bitter cold with most of that uh, through the eastern interior. Active weather continues out towards uh, southeast with widespread rain and some areas of some snowfall and even out towards uh, the Aleutians. We're continuing to watch uh, that storm system that's bringing some gusty conditions and some rain and snow in the forecast uh, for you. Winds have been gusting anywhere from about 30 to 60 miles per hour. Uh, Those will stay with us through the day and then we should begin to see some of those winds subside. Uh, as we welcome in the afternoon and evening hours. So there's that area of low pressure through the bearing. You can really begin to see, uh, it kind of takes uh, a lot of, uh, or takes uh, the next several days uh, to really fizzle out of the region uh, for the bearing as well as the Aleutian. So you're gonna see a daily chance for some rain and snow, uh, as well as some breezy conditions out towards Southeast, continuing to hold on to that widespread activity. Uh, you can see by tomorrow morning, uh, more rain could be expected for the Panhandle, while much of mainland Alaska uh, remains on the drier side. So. Uh, We're going to usher in the new year with some clear skies for a large portion of South Central and some cold conditions. A high of 17 in Homer today, uh, 7 in Soldotna, 27 in Kodiak. Uh, Cold conditions expected through Prince William Sound will warm into the 20s for the Gulf Coast region. Uh, Inland areas will stay below zero, if not in the single digits. We'll see zero in Wasilla, uh, eight in Palmer, two below in Willow, and two degrees in Talkeetna. Uh, Meanwhile, for Anchorage, uh, out towards Girdwood, we're going to see those highs in the single digits as well. Six degrees in Anchorage today. Uh, watching for some more freezing fog possible tomorrow morning with the temperatures rebounding back to 11 degrees. At the end of the year, 22, as we close out 2023, and then we're going to usher in the new year uh, with temperatures warming back into the mid to upper 20s. So if you're not a fan of this cold weather, just hold on a few more days. 20 is a lot more pleasant compared to what we've been dealing with. Even those overnight lows are going to be warmer in the teens and the 20s.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It literally feels like a heat wave.
3: (laughs) It's going to be a present for us in 2024.
1: All right. Thanks, Aaron. Well, health officials are warning about fake versions of Ozempic and similar drugs have hit the market. Stephanie Gosk has more on how to spot those counterfeits.
5: Demand for diabetes and weight loss medications like Ozempic and Wagovi exploded this year, many posting progress on social media. I am down 60 whole pounds. 2024 is set to be no different as more and more people embrace the dramatically successful medications to shed pounds, including most recently Oprah. But as demand grows, so do concerns about counterfeits. Partnership for Safe Medicines confirms to NBC News that fake versions of this class of drugs have been discovered in over a dozen countries, including the U.S. Last week, the FDA, together with the makers of Ozempic, Novo Nordisk, announced that counterfeit versions of the diabetes drug made it into the U.S. market, releasing the batch codes to the public. According to the company, the needles inside the boxes were also counterfeit and posed a potential risk of infection. So far there have been no serious side effects from the fakes. The FDA warns the counterfeits could still be in the supply chain. How are people supposed to be able to tell the difference?
3: Yeah, it's very hard to tell the difference if you're accessing the product from a place that is not legitimate, like an online pharmacy or not through your healthcare professional. That's probably the highest risk for being exposed to a counterfeit drug.
5: Experts say counterfeiters are stepping in to fill a void. According to the FDA, semaglutide, the active ingredient used in Ozempic and Wegovy, has been in short supply since March of 2022.
3: We have a global supply chain. We have medicines coming from everywhere. And a lot of times uh, when these products are in high demand, there are counterfeiters who want to make money off of them.
1: Doctors are warning asthma patients about a big change coming to inhalers starting January 1st. The asthma inhaler flow vent made by GSK will disappear from pharmacy shelves. Physicians say an authorized generic version to take its place will work just as well. However, it does not appear to be covered by as widely by insurance. Doctors are urging patients to take action now to get new prescriptions and sort out coverage issues, especially since it is cold and flu season. On some food labels, you can find nutritional info on the front of the packaging. Now health advocates want it on all products, and the FDA is researching what those labels should look like. Natalie Brand reports from Washington.
4: Shoppers searching for detailed nutritional information currently have to look at the back of a package, but some health advocates want a more upfront approach.
0: The more accessible information, the more likely the consumer is to make the healthier choice.
4: Dr. Peter Lurie is with the Center for Science in the Public Interest, which is pushing the FDA to consider labels like these mock-ups, alerting consumers to the amount of saturated fat, salt, and sugar on the front. Countries in Europe and South America already have this type of packaging, including these Oreos sold in Chile. This is something that has been used in other countries, been shown to be effective, Time for the United States to pay catch up. But manufacturers say many products already have facts up front that give shoppers more info.
3: We feel pretty good about what we've done as an industry.
4: David Shavern, president of the Consumer Brands Association, says companies aren't opposed to future changes. They just want the FDA to consider more options. What's your biggest
3: concern? It seems to be oddly constrained to some degree. Again, they're not looking at, for example, calorie disclosures, which we have asked them to include. Uh, they're not looking at disclosures around positive nutrients, which I
0: think are important to consumers as well.
4: Shopper Carolyn Moss says the labels under consideration would probably lead her to healthier choices. I think them putting that right
0: on the front of the package would prevent me from buying a lot of things that I typically would buy. It's a kind of ignorance is bliss.
4: <laughs> Nat Baldino isn't sold on the idea.
0: I don't think it'll make much of a difference.
4: The FDA is still researching the labels. Health groups who support the change hope for a decision next year. Natalie Brin, CBS News, Washington.